In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. See what they're going to do during a game. Tommy Pham slams one deep to right center. And Tommy Pham has home it again in Chicago. His second of the ball game. And the Diamondbacks have a 5-1 to one lead. All right, there you go. Home run call of the day. Steve Berthume with the call. Tommy Pham with a home run. Thank you, FanDuel, for helping us power all this great conversation every single day on the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. That is at BB Isn't Boring. Twitter, Instagram, producer Evan doing an outstanding job. And speaking of outstanding, speaking of home runs, speaking of the Diamondbacks, who got a big, big win over the Cubs, well, the Diamondbacks also got a big addition. Jordan Lawler. The number six overall pick in the 2021 draft became the latest shortstop from that draft from that first round to make it to the major leagues following Matt McClain. Now, this is perfect timing for our podcast today because Jordan Lawler was a high school shortstop picked, as he said, six overall, two spots after the first high school shortstop picked in that draft. That was Marcelo Meyer, the Red Sox top prospect in their system right now. Now, Meyer has had a little bit of a setback. His season is shut down because of a little bit of a shoulder problem after going to double A. So he is still the topic of conversation almost every day when it comes to the future of the Boston Red Sox. That is a fact. Much like Lawler was, especially now that Lawler's in the major leagues the conversation is only going to amp up and well you know what we don't just talk about it we don't just resurface stories or articles we go right to the guy and that's what i did i sat down with marcelo meyer for an extensive conversation about his journey his path his expectations exactly what happened with his shoulder and some some great great stories and also listen i mean you can't get by without giving some good autograph stories right and also some good soccer documentaries i mean it's all it's all in there There's, we get it all with this conversation with marcella meyer i think you'll enjoy it we're going to keep things going all throughout the weekend it's been a great week so far but let's cap things off this week this week on friday with a great conversation with the red sox top prospect and one of the most highly touted players from that entire 2021 draft, Marcelo Meyer. All right. Uh, Marcelo, the last time we talked, do you remember the last time we talked? Futures game. Futures game. Yeah. And you um, went viral because you had the best answer to a question which I had, which is the best or no, most notable thing that you've ever signed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prosthetic limb. Yeah. Right? Since then, toasters. A mm-hmm. uh, guy up in Tampa yesterday, um, Robert Stevenson, said he refrained from signing someone's forehead. Uh, Heston uh, Kerstad signed a sock. So 
I asked other this. Have you have you topped that yet? Because okay, so obviously now you're yeah. you're getting bigger crowds and I definitely haven't topped that one. I mean, it's been pretty it's been pretty bland lately. Just been signing cards and stuff. Oh like really? That. Yeah, yeah, I think that one's gonna be pretty tough to beat. Has your autograph gotten better? This is a weird question to ask, but like I always so from when because I used the one I had one like in high school that was terrible. Yeah, and then you know why? Because no one writes cursive anymore. Yeah. I mean, I barely even write, regardless. <laughs> the only time I write now is usually to do my autograph. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I guess it's got a little better since, since I started. So, yeah, but do you, again, this maybe only interests me, but, like, cursive, nobody writes cursive anymore. But you do practice when you're a kid and you're dreaming of the dream, you practice your autograph, right? You must have done that. No. You didn't? Not really. All right, maybe not until like I had to, and then that was when I was like, "Oh shit, maybe I should have practiced." Like <laughs> well, the first time signing a ball, I was like, "Oh my god!" When was that? Impossible. When was that? Probably in high school, like my junior year of high school. Was probably. it like, "Where do I sign? What do I do?" Yeah, kind of. It was it like a just illegible and? Yeah, I remember like after that, I ended up like going home and like got a piece of paper, and I was like practicing my signature. <laughs> So I think that's when it started. That's when I started practice. Probably when like I started getting asked. When did it? When was the last time your signature changed? Uh, Since you became pro. Yeah. So okay. I used to have like a longer one. Okay. And then I quickly realized that I'm not going to sign the longer one, thousands of times. Yeah, yeah. So then I just shortened it up, and now I've been doing that one only ever since. Okay. Your big M's. Yeah. You just you got loop and you just loop and then boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, things that maybe I only interest me. But the other thing was, so I saw that you were at the Red Sox game a week or so ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, had you been to a game before that? Yeah, I've been. To, I've been to like three or four now. Okay. So my first one was when I signed. They were playing the Yankees, and they ended up winning on like a walk-off pass ball. Oh, uh, okay. All right, okay. So, but this is a little different. I mean, people probably, I don't know if, I saw somebody took a picture with you. Yeah, yeah, Did people, more people recognize you? Yeah, I'd say a good amount. Okay. I'd say a good amount. I ended up leaving like the sixth inning, but. Did you? All right. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Houston? Houston. Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. That was, was Wookie. Wookie. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. Did you uh, get a chance to. I saw the standing O. Oh, oh, yeah. That yeah, was cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah. did, did you partake in the standing O? Of course. Just say yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did it give you? You said like it's the it's the second or third time or whatever. The but did this one give you a different perspective on it? Just being there at all? And I know that's sort of a sappy cliche question, but sometimes it hits right. It yep. just hits different. Uh, I mean, I think so. Obviously, I'm closer to the bigs than I was the last time I went. Hmm. You know, I know the players. Now, more you than the last time them. I went, I played with them. So, yeah, I mean, you just feel like you're there a little bit closer, which, like, makes you, you know, live the dream or, like, think about the dream just that much more. And that's not, like, this sappy – that's a reality. Oh, like, yeah, like, you're sitting there, like, I, I'm i not that far off Yeah, from it's just there. like you're driving – I was, like, driving back or walking back to the hotel being like, damn, like, I need to be here. Like, this is so sick. It, so it, it sort of almost, like, gives you the booze, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when anyone talks about baseball season, like you get jacked up when you're not playing baseball. Yep. That's, I mean, honestly, I would be honest, like, that's like refreshing. Like, because we think, oh, you just go in the game and you've been with these guys, this and that. And it's sort of like when you sit, when we sit in stands, when you sit in the stands at Fenway Park, 
God bless Tropicana Field, which I just came from. But when you sit in the stands at Fenway Park, it's it's probably different, right? So electric. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's easy, easily the most electric ballpark I've ever been to. I've been to, like, five, I would say. Yeah. I mean, the fans just don't compare. It's a whole different atmosphere. When was the first Major League game you went to? I was probably a kid going to Petco. Petco? Yeah. And do you remember anything about it? The green is greener. The white is whiter. You know, like, everything is... Yeah, I mean, I remember... Like Dred Jerko, like all those players and stuff like that, but yeah. not really. No. I was just going there with my family, enjoying the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's what. Uh, is it amazing though? Like you, like you went to games and like your kid, you're you're goofing around with your friends, you're eating whatever. You see some of the baseball game, whatever. To, to the last time you went to a major league game, which is the game we were talking about. It's a whole different world, man. Yeah, it's it crazy. Is. It's, it's, yeah, it, it is. Did you? So when you when you come off of that and you said you're walking back to the hotel and you're thinking, I got to get there, I got to get there, I got to get there. Like, how long does that stick with you? Still. It's still there? Yeah. Really? So, yeah. so like, the the Marcelo Meyer mind before and after that game is different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, like, you're playing every single day in the minor league season, obviously also in the big league season, but you just fall in this routine and this pattern and it gets, like, super repetitive mm. so to kind of change it up go see the big leaguers you know see that different atmosphere because it's way different mm. like you can't really compare minor league to a big league atmosphere it just like kind of reminds you like what you're working towards another thing is guys talk about minors and majors and obviously you don't know majors yet but they talk about the minors is and i think tristan said this is that the reality is the minors is you're playing it's almost like not for yourself all, but you're playing for yourself. You're playing to prove yourself. When you get to the majors, it's like if you get in a bat, you help the win, that's your job. Yep. I mean, and, and this is different. And I know that you're on, like, good teams and you you have your buddies and it's great teammates. But still, minors is still like, did I get the hits or not? Did I make the plays or not? You know, does that make sense? 100%. Yeah. I mean, as much as, like, you want to win the game, like, it is about development. But I think it also has to do with the group that you're with. I think the the group that I was with in Greenville and the group that I was with in Portland, we did a really good job of trying to win baseball games, which just makes it fun. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of sports is to try to win. So, you know, if you're not trying to do that, it kind of just takes the fun out of it. So, and, you know, I've seen you play in spring training. I've been around spring training. Like, and so you've been around these guys. The moment we're sitting here down in Fort Myers and, you know, <laughs> The moment that I'll remember for you, for Myers, besides challenging Alex Pinellas to a race, um, is hitting the home run off of Aldi, yep. which is awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. And we all interviewed you after, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But that must seem like forever ago. It does. And that was my first spring training. That was your first spring yeah, training? I've had two now. Yeah. So even even the one this year feels like a long time does ago. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> so that one always. But to think about, in, like, in hindsight, as good a player as you are now, in hindsight, you're probably like, man, that was just right time, right place, right swing, right pitch, everything. Yeah. Because you're such like such a more advanced player. Does that does that resonate? Like how like where you were then and where you are now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you play 130 games a year. Obviously, most minor leaguers don't play all of them. But I mean, there's a lot of learning curves that you go through. A lot of um, things that you learn through throughout a full season. So. 
you know, going into my second spring training, I had already gone through a full year. Hmm. So I was just that much more prepared, that, that much smarter. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think the older you get, the more games you play, the more experience you get, the smarter you get. And so what, so you say, how did that kid hit the home run off of Nathan Ovalde? And one of the, yeah. do, you, do you feel like that? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't really think about it anymore just because it was so long ago, but yeah, it was a pretty cool moment. I could pull it up because I like, what I remember about that was this, it was the sound it made. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> it was a good moment. I can't help Yeah, it, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> um, so in that respect, like you look at, this is a progression. All right, you go through that spring training, you go through that year. You go through this spring training. Now, what is the thing that, give me like two or three things that you just are tangibly better at that that maybe that you didn't even know a year ago, two years ago, that you thought you didn't know that you had to get better at? Yep. Um, that's a tough question. Just because it's like you're playing every single day, so you're getting better if you're doing the right things without even knowing it. Hmm. But, I mean, if I had to point one out, I would just say, you know, definitely stronger. Um, what are you, so what, what are you, are you bigger? Are you? Yeah, like, bigger, a little more explosive. Yeah. I mean, the numbers show it. Like, we all have all the data and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like I said, you're working out every day. You get into a pro ball. You have a a workout routine, a weight, uh, weight program. Yeah. Which, obviously, if you follow, you're going to get stronger because, you know, we have a great strength staff here. Yeah. But yeah, just stuff like that. And then on the mental side of the game, I mean, you see way more pitches in a full year compared to if you don't play. So, you know, you just start reading pitches better, hmm. stuff like that. When did you think it, when, did, well, again, this is comparing, but when did you think that it sort of clicked for you that the last time that you remember it sort of, hey, I'm doing something, I'm seeing pitches better, I'm having better at bats than I did because. Maybe someone taught me something. Maybe I had experience. When, do you remember when that, the late last time that clicked for you? Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit on and off throughout the year. Yeah. But the first time I think was like a little before midway through the year. I'd say like, yeah, I'd say that's about about the right timeline. But yeah, I mean, something just clicks. You're playing every single day, like I just said. And like we're athletes, so we make adjustments and we figure things mm -hmm. out. So I had Pedroia on the podcast yesterday, and he was talking about Casas, his evolution this year. And he said, and I hope I get this right because I think it, it might hit home, is that it's like the, the great major leaguers make adjustments pitch to pitch. The good major leaguers make adjustments at bat to bat. The average okay major leaguers make adjustments week to week. Yeah. So, like, so my takeaway from that is, every single pitch like you're like analyzing dissecting which is probably in high school you're like eh, yeah i'll be okay does that make any sense yeah i mean i think in high school you can definitely get away with it just because this stuff isn't isn't there compared to how it is here and i think a lot of that has to do with um just how you know yourself as a hitter as a defender as a, as a baseball player in general i think if uh you know yourself then you give yourself that ability to be able to make that adjustment pitch to pitch do you, how, when you talk about hitting, have you changed your stance quite a bit? If you look at your stance a year ago, two years ago, does it look different? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it's just something that, like, my body does. I don't, I don't really – it's not like I made that exact adjustment. I think it just changes through time because my body – Oh, really? body is different. Because you're benching, like, 300 pounds now. So yeah, like, no, hey, chance. Yeah, yeah. no chance. No <laughs> chance. But you – like, ask – 
right here. I asked Bogarts how much he benched. Yeah, he's got me on the bench press. Really? Sure. Oh, you're not a you're not a bench, too no. long arms. No, just yeah. go with it. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really bench anyways, but yeah, but 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 your body changes, like you said, you get yeah, so, yeah. so you're you find your stance changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it changes a little bit. Obviously, sometimes you need to make adjustments to your stance. Other times you don't. But I think my stance has changed a little bit. Yeah. What do when you're hitting? Do you feel like that you're more like more of a power hitter? Do you feel like you're more of a line driver hitter, pull hitter, opposite field? More of one thing that you were like maybe a year or two ago? Um, I'd say I just like to go out there and hit the ball hard. Obviously, I did have um, better power numbers this year. Hmm. Like I said, with age, you just hit stronger, hmm. more mature. But I think I hit the same amount of homers. Mm -hmm. But I also didn't play for a month. Yeah. So... So yeah, I think my power numbers did go up, but with that being said, I'm not intentionally trying to hit homers. I'm still have the same approach. I'm trying to hit hard line drives. I another thing I told you last time you said we I had just done the interview with Corey Seager of his like because he was a high school kid, first round pick, and he said double A was the hardest. Double A was the hardest. Like and I don't know if that it's like if if you if now that you're sitting here like with the season you're you're the season over for you, mm -hmm. if that resonates at all? Or, I mean, I know that you didn't spend a ton of time, but still, could you see where he's coming from? Oh, yeah, I could see where he's coming from. Yeah. Definitely. I think the pitchers are just more mature. They have a better game plan. You know, they attack better. Mm. What? So for you, was that when you got to double A, was it, oh, this is different? Or or mm -hmm. no? Or did this feel like, hey, if I'm on my game, I'll be okay. If yeah, I'm not on more, my game. Yeah, more so that. I think... Um, you just can't take a pitch off in double A and hope going forward, I would imagine. I think um, it's still the same game at the end of the day. If you stick to your approach and, you know, you know what you do well and you stick to that, then I think you'll be successful. The another, you know, we've had on another thing that we talked about with these guys is the whole first round thing. And I think I may talk to you a little bit about this, like, but the, the blessing and the curse thing and the blessing and the curse sort of like, the blessing of it becomes less and less, you know, where you're happy, you get picked, you have the money and you have the, you know, and the attention. And then the curse becomes everybody is watching you every step of the way. Does that make sense? Like yep. that this is, this is a hard thing. It's a hard thing because everyone sort of defaults to, okay, where, where were you picked? What are you doing? How close are you? You're, when are you going to be here? You know, mm -hmm. does that resonate or? Um, and I know you like, I don't think about it, but this is like... Yeah, yeah, I mean, said it, I'll say it again. I think yeah. that's just outside noise. None yeah. of that has anything to do with uh, what we're doing here um, within the, the closed doors. You know, I'm still going about my business the same way. I'm mm -hmm. still doing all my work. You know, my goal is to be a big leaguer and help the, the big league team win. And I'm going to do whatever I can to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work hard. I don't think uh, what other people have to say outside of that is going to affect my work and what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. And so you've been able, again, good answer, and you've been able to do that because you're a human being, right? When you walk through Fenway Park, eh, Marcelo, we'll see you next year or whatever. It's you're, you're, But you're able to do, you're able to stay disciplined that way. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I just, uh, it makes you work harder because I want to get there that much sooner. Yeah. So when you see, like, you have that moment at Fenway, I want to get there. Yesterday, guy picked, Buddy, I think a friend of you, or you know, a guy that you've probably seen, Jordan Lawler, he yeah. gets called off, yeah. right? I mean, that must also be like, okay, let's go. Yeah, I mean, I'm super happy for the guy. I mean, I grew up playing with him. 
you know, on some events. And, you know, we have the same goal, the same dream. And luckily for him, he gets to live it out tonight. And I'm, I'm going to be watching for sure. Yeah, but you're not far, man. You're yeah. not far. Yeah. I, know, I know that we're sitting here and get the season's ending and whatever. But I want you to get jacked up. It's like, it's, it's, oh, trust me, I am. Are you? Yeah. I mean, I think about it every single day. So what I think about when I wake up is really? what I think about when I go to sleep. I mean, the one thing I want to do is be a big leaguer. Yeah. So and I mean, I'm going to do whatever I can, like I said. So when you talk about this, this your shoulder thing, and talk me because I don't know like exactly what happened, what the timeline was, how much it impacted, how difficult it was to play through this. If so. Here's your opportunity to sort of paint yeah. that picture. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll go back from the day it happened. May 7th, I was in high. We were playing in Asheville. Um, I was three for three. I needed a triple for the cycle, and I ended up hitting a ball in the gap. I tried to leg it out for the triple. I ended up, like, stumbling past second base, fell, um, and then didn't really feel it, like, on impact. Then the next day I wake up, can't lift my shoulder like at all. And then I end up taking that week off, come back playing a little too soon just because the competitor in me wanted to play, didn't want to rest. Um, so, yeah, I started playing. I got used to playing hurt. And then ever since then, I just kind of became a cycle and it never really got better. What was it? What is it? It's uh so there's right now there's just a lot of inflammation in there. I got impingement. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a it's a good learning lesson on my end. Yeah. You know. I, you know. Looking back at it, I should have definitely just taken care of taking care of it's it. It's hard though. I get that. Yeah. I mean, you want to play. <laughs> yeah. We're here to play, and you know, obviously, it didn't work out for me because I thought it was gonna get better over time, but it just kept getting worse and worse and worse, till I decided oh. to to say something to the trainers. When was that? When did you finally say something? Uh, so, so they knew about it. And we were working on it every single day, but you know, I just didn't want to tell them that I, like it's 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 hurting me on the field because I knew they were going to take me out. I'd say I, when we got back from the All Star break is when you know it really started to pick up even more. Yeah, and, and that's just I told them, I told them in, in Richmond. Okay, when we were in Richmond, I was like, yeah, this I can't play, guys. Like I could barely swing. Like yeah. this affected me on the field, base running, hitting, and you know we decided to to put myself on the seven day IL, and then we started working on it every single day. You know, had good days, bad days, and never really got better. Ended up getting a cortisone shot yesterday. Okay, but it feels better. Those cortisone shots are awesome. Yeah, it feels good right now. Yeah. So when so it's not able to heal because you keep doing stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, and so what was it, what did it, did it, could you feel it more in your swing when you throw, was it? I mean, at all times. Really? At all times. Yeah, it's throwing arm or? Um, no, oh. top hand. So on oh. my swing. Oh, left hand. Yeah, okay. when it comes to my swing, my swing was just given out every single time and there's. Right. Um, so. That's crazy. Yeah. Shoulders. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the littlest thing could affect your swing and if you start, and, you start compensating somewhere else. Which is not a good thing, which is why I think I learned a lot from this experience. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's what happens. Like, yeah. you know, one thing leads to another, yeah. leads to another. Um, and then were you hopeful, Did like, it, that was after the All-Star break. You know that you're going to have to, like, they're going to look at it. You draw back from everything. Season's running out, you know, and then, like, they give you word, hey, you know, listen, let's just shut it down, right? Yeah. And come down to Fort Myers. That's 
as much as you want to, that's tough, right? Yeah. I know that it's a pleasure to be here, like with me. I get that, but still, <laughs> but it's tough, right, to come down here. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah, I mean, as a player, there's one place you want to be, and that's on the field. Hmm. You want to be playing, obviously. You know, I'm thankful we have such a good rehab group down here that's gonna do everything we can to to get my shoulder fixed. But yeah, obviously, you know, this year didn't go as planned. You know, mm. I didn't want to be sidelined the last month and a half of the year, but mm. but it is what it is. So what do you do? Like, what's the plan down here? Do you know? Um, yeah, I mean, we're just going to go through treatment. You know, I'm not really sure. I've never gone through a rehab process before. Yeah, so you don't know how you're gonna be, long you're going to be down here? No. Do you get the Marriott points? The what? Marriott points. The, the hotel points. No, Man, no, you no. are young. No. no, you understand those sports writers. Every no. time they like this, the Marriott points are a bit. It's yeah, like no. it's like frequent flyer miles. You know that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't. Though. <laughs> no. No. Right, well, I'm just checking. I mean, yeah. I, I th- per diem, Mar- you got to start thinking about this stuff. I don't know. Maybe I ask. Well, so assuming you get healthy, you know, and with and you're gonna go back to California mm-hmm. for the off season and you'll come back and, and then I would imagine you're going to be, you know, you don't have to say this. I'll guess that you'll be in major league spring training. And then it's, it's like, okay, you know, this is great. Major league per diem, major league clubhouse, but most importantly, more of those, you played in a, quite a few like great for yeah. the game. Like what was your favorite memory of that of playing with these guys? Um, I'd say just the being on the big stage, yeah. I mean, there's not much more you could ask for. Yeah. You know, you get the opportunity to play with the big league team and, you know, you try to play well. Did anybody, did you talk to any of the older guys or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I did. I'm not going to really get into the conversations we had. That's just good. I probably don't even remember. That's all right. Just like baseball talk. But, yeah, I talked to a few of them, especially at home. A lot of them don't travel to, to a road series. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah. It's cool to just be around them, be around uh, yeah. AC, all those guys. Yeah, I mean, sometimes somebody says something, and, like, I remember. Like, I I did a terrible job of quoting Pedroia, but once again, I'll encourage you to go back and listen to it, and you can hear yeah. it yourself. But I'm trying to relay, and sometimes that just hits. So, um, so, you know, in synopsis, as you sit here, like, it's it sounds like you're a very motivated guy, number one. It sounds like, you know, you, you figured that out. That's cool. It also sounds like you were pad- battling some through some stuff. So you're like, as you sit here, like, okay, we're good. We're ready to go. We're ready. Yep. You, feel, you feel good. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I, I know that it's hard for it to feel good now where you just had a cortisone shot and everything else. But still, all the lessons that we talked about, all the lessons that you learned, everything that you've done, you feel good about things. Yeah, I think um, I have the right mindset going into next year. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm gonna stay here as long as I have to to get my shoulder 100%. And then, once that's that, then I'm gonna start getting to work and, like I said, do whatever I can to mm. to make that big league squad. What's your go-to in Fort Myers? Go to to eat. Yeah. Do you get to, do you get a, I hope you get a, well, you can't can you even rent a car? I can't rent a car. No. no. You're not old enough to rent. Nah. No. How do you do you Uber everywhere? Yeah. Do they pay for the Ubers? Uh, to the field. If I if I Uber to the field, they'll pay for it. But holy mackerel! Eat, yeah, I know a lot of Uber eats. A lot of like shoeless Joes. Is that yeah, the, yeah. That's the yeah. A lot of Chick Fil Chipotle stuff like that. Holy mackerel! Like, yeah. see this? Like things like I never thought of. Yeah, no, I'm just stuck in the hotel room for now. Oh wait, like, how? So how old are you? I, Twenty. When do you turn twenty-one? December. Okay, man. I bite. Yeah. 
man, I'm sorry. I enjoy being young. No, I know. I'm not sorry you're 20. Uh, Believe me, I'm not sorry you're 20. (laughs) Believe me. But I'm just sorry you can't rent a car. (laughs) I know. I had a car all season two, and now, like, it's like the first time in, like, seven months I don't have a car. It feels weird. Do you have any buddies here? Is anyone here that you know? Yeah, I know a few people. They have cars? I think one of them does. He's a best friend. Now. Yeah, he will be. He will be. And then obviously Mikey's down here. He's not down here right now. He went back to Cali, but yeah. he has a car here down too. So. Oh, he does. Okay. All right. Well, he was down here for a while, right? Mikey yeah. Romero. Yeah. And uh, so he can tell you, like, this is what you're going to do. Yeah, he's more experienced than I am in the rehab. Oh, down for Myers? Yeah. 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 Was this today your first day? Today was my first day, yeah. Oh, so it was good? Yeah. Other more. than... Now you don't know what to do. Yeah, now I just got to kill time. Watch right. a lot of movies. Okay. Well, what's, your, family. what's your Netflix guy go-to? I'm watching Suits right now. Okay. Yeah, everyone's watching Suits, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm almost done. I'm on like season seven. You, are you a documentary guy? Yeah. I watched the Johnny Manziel doc. Oh! The Florida Gators Listen. one, The Untold. Okay. Yeah, those are fire. Which one? So I saw both of them recently. I have my thoughts. Which one do you like better? The, you don't even remember. You don't. I mean, obviously, like Florida Gays were well before your time, but Johnny Manziel, you probably don't even remember that run either. Not really. But still, you can. You, yeah. Yeah, everyone so knows Johnny Football. Though. Yeah, yeah, you of know course. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, so, which one? Which one do you got? I like the I like the Johnny Manziel one. I like both of them a lot. Yeah. But I like I like the Johnny Manziel one a lot. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I have my thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I'm I sure do, we all do. No, no, no. It's no, no. I, I, I think I love those things. Like I love, and especially yeah, going documentaries through. Documentaries are it. cool. Yeah. So, what's your f- favorite? You don't. My favorite documentary. I know. I'm putting you on this. I like the captain, the one that Jeter had. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one was cool. I saw it this off season. I think a while back. That one was cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else. But you like sports, sports documentaries. Yeah, yeah sports, always yeah. sports. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's not like me where I'm like falling asleep to World War II in color. You know, it's uh, like no. no, those are good too. Those oh, are yeah. good too. Yeah, you learn a lot. You history yeah. guy? Not really. Okay, all right. Well, that's okay. I was in high school. I got like a B in high school, but <laughs> in history. Yeah. <laughs> what was if you the last question? I know that, but I know now I know you have nowhere to go. But this is my last question. If you were not doing this. What were would you be doing? And and so, I'll the extreme. Uh, the guy that I did a book with, Joe Kelly, pitcher. Mm-hmm. He said that he wanted to be an undercover narco agent with neck tattoos and everything else, and he wanted to be that guy. Damn, I can't beat that answer. Who? What? That's a tough answer. That's a tough answer to beat. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, nobody's beating it, but yeah. it's understood. And he still wants to do that, but obviously, it's yeah. like you probably. That's not. a sick job. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sick yeah. job. Well, it's Talk also. About he, he's also a sick human being. Go read it, Damn Near Perfect Game. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give the audio book of a Damn Near Perfect Game. You can listen to it. Anyway, so is there anything that you would do? You're young. I mean, like, this is. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to stay with sports. Okay. Because my whole life has been sports. I grew up playing, like, three sports. So. Yeah. I love soccer, so I'd probably do something with soccer. Like a GM or something? Like Ted Lasso? I mean, it would be a soccer player if I was that good. Yeah. But if it's not related to sports or, like, being on the field, like, being, like, a GM would be sick. You watch Ted Lasso? I didn't. Oh, okay. Do you watch those documentaries, the soccer documentaries? 
Those are the, the soccer ones. ones. Yeah, I've seen the soccer ones. Like I've seen the Neymar one. Yeah, Pele. Uh, yeah, or what's the other one on YouTube? I mean on Netflix. Well, there's one falling around the teams too. Which one's that one? Um, I don't know. I forget. Uh, Sutherland. Sutherland to Sunderland. Oh, sorry. Is that their name? Yeah. The England team. Yeah. I saw that one when I was like in high school. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was dope. Yeah. That was a cool one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like see. I saw that show, and then like I would hop on my video games and play with them. Yeah, oh, really? Acting like I'm in the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, there you go. Yeah, so that that's the one. The, the, what I take away, I just saw that like a year ago, and you're like, I saw it in high school. Sutherland, I think it is. So, so yeah, Sun, Sunderland. No, I think it, I don't know anymore. I'm gonna have to go. So until I until I die, that we die. Yeah, 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 yeah that's know. the thing. I just it's don't know the, the name. I can't believe you haven't seen Ted Lasso though. I know. Maybe but tonight. We'll hey, see. There's a lot to do. All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> yep.